Hi there. My name is Paul Constant. I'm a writer here at Civic Ventures. Uh, I also am a co-founder of the Seattle Review of Books. I've worked in independent bookstores for many years, and I generally spend all my time reading when I'm not writing policy for Civic Ventures. So sometimes people are shocked to learn that I do not read every single book. Uh, in fact, I cannot read every single book. And um, sometimes the amount of shock that I get from people, you haven't read this book, it feels like almost a personal indictment. So when I told my coworkers that I hadn't read Democracy in Chains by Nancy McLean, they were horrified. And I immediately had to rectify that error. And um, now that I have read it, I'm shocked that I hadn't read it before because this is kind of an essential book for understanding how we got to where we are in America today. Democracy in Chains is a history of a Nobel Prize winning economist named James McGill Buchanan and how he built sort of a machine that on the remains of the Jim Crow South that would eventually come to exclude women, non-white Americans, and poor Americans from the democratic process in America. Sometimes you read a book that sort of shakes you to your core because it, it reveals a conspiracy theory that actually turns out to be true. Um, this is one of those cases. McLean is a great narrator of a real conspiracy that has stretched over most of the 20th century and which has, I would say, completely shaped 20th century America. Buchanan is the instigator of a vicious campaign to stoke opposition to voting rights, climate change, public education, unions, and other foundations of uh, American democracy that were foundational in the 20th century, but now which are under pretty much continual assault. I think that uh, Democracy in Chains is a great companion piece to titles like Christopher Leonard's Cokeland, which I've discussed before in one of these podcast book reviews, and also Jane Myers's Amazing Dark Money, which is referenced frequently in this book. It's about how people decide to tear down institutions and sort of the patience that they bring to it, to this these sort of malevolent plans that they may never see come to fruition. It made me feel a little bit depressed when I was reading this book to, to just realize exactly how organized and how well-planned the opposition to inclusive economics is. But I think that now that I know about James Buchanan and his legacy, I feel as though it will be easier in the future to uh, spotlight the policies that he has promoted as, as harmful and to drive them back. So reading this book is kind of a bummer, but I, I definitely feel more prepared for the fight in the future against these sort of exclusive, detrimental policies that have taken hold. So one of the things that I always try to keep in mind when I get into, say, arguments with people on Twitter is that it's very rare that you will find somebody in real life who is the equivalent of a comic book villain, right? I think that most people um, have good intentions at heart and that most of the disputes come out of how we enact our dreams and hopes for the world. Buchanan, I think, is as close to a real-life villain as anybody I've read in recent American history. He is somebody who wanted to exclude non-white, non-wealthy men from the American experiment and then methodically set about organizing this neoliberal economic system that would go about making his dreams into a reality. This is like the evil judge from Roger Rabbit or uh, Lex Luthor uh, come to life. This this is somebody who made a plan, made friends with the largely Republican politicians who could help him enact his dream, and then proceeded to go about it in a very direct, clear way. Um, it is 
breathtaking sometimes to read about um to read in this book about buchanan's legacy and what he wanted and uh how sort of nakedly he pursued this sort of dark vision of america through the course the entire course of his life democracy and chains has been on the required reading list here at civic ventures for a few years now and uh i guess now that i've finally read it i can uh rest assured that my job here is secure for a little while longer I really recommend this one to anybody who's interested in in understanding how this sort of battle between uh, neoliberalism and inclusive economics has played out over the last few years, uh, the last few decades in American history. You can check it out at your local library. Um, you can order it at your local independent bookstore, or you can order a copy on IndieBound.com. Thanks for listening. Pitchfork Economics is produced by Civic Ventures. The magic happens in Seattle in partnership with the Young Turks Network. If you like the show, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Find us on Twitter and Facebook at Civic Action and Nick Hanauer. Follow our writing on Medium at Civic Skunkworks and peek behind the podcast scenes on Instagram at Pitchfork Economics. As always, from our team at Civic Ventures, thanks for listening. See you next week. <laughs>